Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Let's just say I didn't have clothes on and the door was locked. Welcome back, onesies, to the show that proves that there is always room for improvement. It's the audience of one show on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5, also streaming on IRLoneStar.com and available wherever you get your podcasts from. I am Andrew, next to the man who is protesting his denial to the body farm, Richard Radio Dickie Doo. How's that protest going, man? Going good. I know you went into the body farm. Yeah. Don't worry, I got in there. I got my ways. Yeah, I said I was going to look it up after last week because I hadn't heard of it, and I didn't. Yeah. Whoops. Well, uh, welcome to today's show. It is formal. It's going into, we're in the first week of August. Man. And August. Where has the year gone? And I guess school started. Uh, No, not yet. No, I don't really know. Everyone I think you're tells locally, me it starts in about a week and a half. Okay. Middle of next week. Okay. And then... uh, Probably on the day our, our next episode airs will be the first day of yeah. school. We'll it's, have a, it's different like everywhere. Maybe we'll have a back to school special. <laughs> I mean, I will talk about my back to school days. Those are fun. Like, okay. Because, you know, when you as you get older, especially like in the elementary areas, mm-hmm. eras, it's like, oh, you're a first grader. No one cares. Second grader. <laughs> No one really cares. But, like, right when you hit third grade, everyone started going, like, third grade's a big deal. And then we get to fourth, fourth grade, it's even a bigger deal. And then we yeah. hit fifth grade, like, you're the king of the of the whole yeah, school. Yeah, the teachers, the teachers in the grade above you always made it seem like the next year was going to be really, really tough. Yeah, it's like, Really important. When you get to fourth can grade, you it? you're not going to be able to pull those third grade antics. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, like you don't get recess. Right, yeah. They always threaten you with, you know, next year you're not getting recess. Like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I do like the, the accommodations that the, the our society tries to put on the younger kids. Because, like, when's, what grade w- was it called detention? Because, like, you're not in first grade and you're getting detention. Yeah, you're right. I think that started you in don't middle talk, school. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because like, yeah, they don't want to label it. Well, you I, know? Went, I went to private school to, like, sixth grade, and then after that it was public school, and I don't think my private school had detention, so I didn't know of it until seventh grade. Well, they grade. had something. They, I guess we probably they had, had to have something. something. Yeah, they, I think they probably just called a meeting with your parents, and then you sat at home for a little bit or something. I don't know. I was a good kid. So yeah, I, well, it's I, just interesting because it's like, you know, they, they always think about what to do for the children, and it's like... Children. Yeah, and, uh, but it's just like, wait, when do we call it detention? Oh, when we think they're real bastards. That's <laughs> which, which starts at about fourth grade. Yeah, it's right when they hit sixth grade. <laughs> We're going to call it attention because that's the truth. That's what it is. Yeah. So. <laughs> the little bastard area. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, you know, there's always those kids in each class that cause oh, problems. Oh, yeah. I, I but had eventually, one in particular. Now they even have it. I think it was uh, it was either here in Conroe or, no, it was Houston. Because, you know, Houston, I, HISD has been shaken mm-hmm. up like crazy time. Yeah. And so they were, I read, read this article about it where they're changing some of the libraries to be and it had some crazy name, but I found what it is. It's basically like detention, but long-term detention. Not like, oh, you get detention. <laughs> okay. After. Well, like, they call it something different these days. Like, you actually go to a special school mm. with, like, a program. Okay. Yeah. So you it's don't, like rehab. It's like school rehab. Yeah, but, like, you don't get detention after school anymore. It's like, no, you're going to go to this for a week. Mm, I'm sure that's real effective. Oh, it's. I mean, I uh, one of one of our. I'm sure, uh, the kids come out of there completely reformed. One of our mutual friends actually had their uh, one of their brothers, like grandkids, go, mm-hmm. and I was like, and he had to go for like four months to the end of the oh school my. year. What did he do? And well, I was sitting there going, like, didn't that disrupt the whole idea of education? 
Because he, well, he has to go, like, it's like a boot camp. Like, yeah, he has certain, to dress a certain way. And, oh, yeah. At a certain and, point, and, they, they can't teach some of these kids. So I think really it's just. Well, they can, they can teach the kids. Uh, the children. The children. They must teach the children. No, but uh, no, it just blows my mind. But uh, good, good luck going back to school. I know you have a daughter, right, going mm-hmm. back to school. Oh, yeah. So I imagine that first day is going to be mm-hmm. boring. and. No, the first day is always great. Because you don't do anything. Yeah, not much. It's I like never, the first day and the last day are awesome. I love those days of school. The rest in between, yeah, I could I could leave it. Take it or leave it, really. <laughs> no, I remember I, I really did not like the first days, like the first like two days of, of school. Because like, one thing that I really hated is they're always talking about, oh, we got to keep everything consistent for all the kids mm-hmm. like so they have better learning environments. But every year they change what the holidays were, <laughs> when school would start, when school would actually start during the day and at night, like when you get out. I don't know. I think mine was fairly consistent. I mean, we celebrated Christmas around the same time every year and New Year around the same time every year. I don't know. Ours was pretty well, consistent. No, I mean, I mean, like, oh, when did you start school usually? Yeah, the days. of Yeah, I And know. then so sometimes like, it's like, oh, now you're September in September 1st. Now you're in eighth grade. August 28th. And then it was August 26th. Now yeah. you're in eighth grade. The school bus now is going to pick you up at 6 a.m. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. That and you're like, wait, stuff. what? Oh, yeah, you're going to be on the bus for about an hour. Yeah. Because you're the first be picked up i don't know if you ever heard that i had that with me and i was like that's crazy like i don't want to wake up extra early Mm -hmm. just to be on a bus for an hour Mm -hmm. it's because now they have such a shortage of bus drivers and it used to be that you know they would have more of them that could go at the same time and now it's the same bus drivers doing different grades well i mean i I understand the logistics but like that's actually when i started doing my homework for that day, because you got the time, because I had not? the time, I was like, just, just like a glorified study hall. I could see little little Dicky do looking out the window but in yeah, the morning, going, "No, that kind of someday stuff." Someday, I'm gonna own a radio station. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> donate today. Dreams do come true. Uh, but no, the, the 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 constant changing of it was always funny to me. It's just mm. like, oh yeah, this this spring break. You, you might get a week, yeah, or next year, like, always, oh, you get the three days. It could be a, a week different between year to year. Because I want to say like it was that, like, yeah. uh, it was your Thanksgiving, you were always given a week, but then like Christmas was like, oh, you're coming back on the 2nd of January instead of Second like the 8th. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes we got back on the 8th because the way the holidays, the fell, holidays fell and the weekend or whatever, yeah. And so it's just like, uh, yeah. This obviously just... was very disturbing to you. I didn't really care. Well, it's just, <laughs> I just wanted to know. I wanted it to be like, oh, we get a day off or something like that. Well, there's our back to school segment we were going to do next week, but we just but, killed it. But yeah, I hope everyone's having a safe <laughs> back to school. Well, I think the question that has been on everyone's mind for the entire week was, were you able to keep your clothes on in public? Yes That's, or no? Yeah, that was just a one-off. And I wanted, I wanted. Hey, congratulations, man. Congratulations. I just got locked out, and I was in a pickle. So to speak. Have you ever found yourself in As a pickle like that? Not a naked pickle. Well, like, well, there's been pickles where, like, I don't have my shoes on, and I have to walk across this thing. Ah, uh, yes. That's I've had like, that one. Like, this is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like... Usually I have shorts on, though, in those situations. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm trying to think of other pickles. I think I'm, like... Hmm... Not naked while you were yeah. naked by choice, though, with your clothes in your hand. By the way, well, if you aren't well, sure I thought the, the door, door you can listen I to last the week's door episode. would be unlocked. Yeah. Okay. Well, you you managed to make it through this week. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm glad. And uh, what else? I'm trying to think of other pickles like people face every single time. It's like, oh, this is going to be weird. Like, how do I get this? Because hmm. like walking out of we'll have to do theater, pickle talk. Like that's one thing. I was uh, saw a movie this weekend, and we saw it at the Alamo Draft House. I don't know Barbie. If, uh, uh, no, we didn't see Barbie. We, we saw uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, the 1991. I like turtles. But, uh, <laughs> but what was funny about it was we sat in the, <laughs> I think it was like the disabled section. Uh, handicapable, you mean. Handicapable. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, so there was like bars everywhere. So like <laughs> to get out to go to the restroom... I realized I every time I every time I got up and tried to like get out of people's way, mm-hmm. I was like blocked, and I was like oh, I gotta go back, and so I was like, how do I get out of? Typically, this? they don't sell those seats unless you are with someone who is you know handicapped. I, I guess I guess they, I guess they looked at you and said, good enough, good enough, uh, <laughs> close enough. I don't know, and it was uh, no because just keep your clothes on, it'll be all good. Yeah, I was just, but it was so it's it was so dark in there, and I was like trying to just get out, and then there was a ledge, and you know, I didn't know there was a ledge there, so I kind of like did that little number, like oh, I almost just ate it. Were you in the the little section that only had two seats? 
Because typically they'll There's, have... Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, we were in a section with three seats, and then to our left and right of us was, like, where you could pull up wheelchairs. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, a big open area yeah. Yeah, for, yeah, for wheelchair and accessibility. But, like, the way right. they designed it with the tickets, everything has tables now for the food. Mm-hmm. And, like, the mm-hmm. way they designed it was, like, I couldn't just get out of my seat and go left. And because you were there now, a guy in a wheelchair had to watch from the aisle, right? Way to go. Oh, baby. Way to I go, mean, dude. Hey, I treat him the same as me. I just got the ticket before him. Welcome to being normal. So wrong. Right? I'm treating everybody equally. Yeah. So got the ticket wrong. You. So wrong. I mean, order tickets online. But yeah, it was like, uh, but that was also those moments where I don't want to like disrupt people mm-hmm. watching the movie, but I'm like, clearly I'm disrupting people right now. And it's just like, like one time I remember going to the Alamo Draft House and they, I ordered a bucket of beer for our, our group. Yeah, you did. But for some reason they put the bottle opener on the actual handle. Okay. So you couldn't remove it. So to open a beer, you had to have your bucket. Oh, it's connected to the bucket, it's so people don't steal the, it. Is so what they it don't is. steal it, yeah. but like you can imagine sure. watching a quiet movie, and you're like, Ugh. <laughs> but then what I love is like the opener was one of the short openers. So you had to hold the whole so bucket you, up. So you had to get like the bucket at an angle to make sure, yeah. And and it, ice and water spilling all over. I mean, you I was making there, I, all kinds I, of noise. We're I, like, I, Good God, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. It's kind of like you. I'm surprised they served them to you unopened. Most of the time, they yeah, open I mean, all of yeah, them right actually, there. Actually, I just realized that. That's yeah, I guess funny. you could have put it in your purse and taken it home. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's because that's kind of like why they have those movie snacks that are specific where they're not loud. And it's <laughs> right, like. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, Barbie, man, you know, it was funny. You talked about Barbie probably three months ago when, when the marketing was coming out and yeah. it was everywhere. Like you couldn't escape the marketing from this movie over the last several months. And I remember you saying at the time, this thing looks like it's going to be a huge flop because at the time it kind of said that, or you said it was going to be terrible or something like it looks like it's going to be terrible. No, and that's why they're doing so much marketing. No, I think what I said was it's because the people who are making it were mm-hmm. good, but I go, it's going to be ironic that they're going to be promoting Barbie. Because so many people I'll have to go back to the tapes. So, because so many people were like, Barbie is gives the wrong image to yeah. kids, but then now it's like this big, huge thing, and they try to like reimagine what Barbie is. Definitely reimagine. No, I just seem to remember you saying the marketing was out there because they knew the movie was going to be terrible. That's what I seem to remember. But yeah. it's kind of contrary to that. It's been just huge. Yeah. I mean, it's been everywhere. You can't you can't escape it, and everybody's got an opinion on it. You know, everybody. Yeah, all my friends oh are talking about God. it, and I'm like, I can't believe you actually went to go see it. It's like, oh yeah, I mean, it's 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 a big deal. I just, yeah, I don't know what it is. I had, I wanted the onesies to tell me, like, besides having kids, I can understand going to see the movie. Like, if your kid, wa- it's not really a movie for kids, is it? The, right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't really well, understand I'm gonna it. Well, ref- I'm going to refrain from actually commenting on the movie because I haven't seen it, but I can certainly comment but on. I know I've had a commentary large, around. I had a it, large you know, amount of friends that like went it. to go see it. Well, good for them. Oh, but they have no kids. Yeah, no, and I, I think was that's like, not abnormal. And I go, what's the appeal here? Like, well, because it's, again, not, not a children's movie. It's not. Really. No, but it's, it's PG-13. About, it's about a girl's doll. Uh, yes. Yeah, we're not going to get into Barbie, Dean. But yes, it's about a girl's doll, okay. basically, that is All a right, Barbie. But enough. yeah, a lot of a lot of cultural things that have well, taken enough, place in the movie and whatnot. And like I said, either you hate it or you love well, it did, and blah, blah, what blah. About guess what? Everybody can have an opinion on it, and it's okay. I don't know. I didn't see, I didn't see either one of them, man. Yeah. But I did hear this funny story, though, the other day that um, during the playing of Oppenheimer, uh, there were Barbie subtitles. Did you hear about this? That's got to be hilarious. (laughs) They called it the real Barbenheimer experience. (laughs) Let's see if I can can find the the actual quote here. It was really, really funny. Uh, So it says, a a Twitter uh, user shared an image of Cillian Murphy, the lead protagonist in Oppenheimer, engrossed in a serious scene while the subtitles from Barbie played on the screen. The subtitles hilariously proclaimed, Barbie, we're so happy to see you, instead of the expected serious dialogue between the two characters. I thought that was pretty funny. I don't know if it was done on purpose, but pretty funny. <laughs> oh, it looks like they actually have a, uh, a clip of it. I don't, I don't know yeah, if you when, can uh, show it or not. W- one thing I did enjoy when I went to the movie theater is all these people wearing pink. Oh yeah, absolutely. Man. Like it's it's got it's got the fever. It's got a fever, and people are not ashamed to do it. Did you dress up like a turtle when you went to the teenage yeah. Ninja? Oh, okay, good. A little shell on your back, a little face mask. Who was your favorite? Don, are you a Donatello guy? I like. I Ra- think I was more Michelangelo. I liked Raphael. Raphael the angry. I think only because I liked his little daggers. 
that he would. Yeah. I think that was the right one. I don't know. But it was great. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was that. Old, have you ever seen that 1991? Oh yeah, I went what? to the theaters, man. Okay. Oh, yeah, they were awesome. I loved. Yeah, them. I forgot. I forgot how, like, bad it was, but how, like, it's good and bad at the but time. But how it was how great. they try to make it as good as possible, especially with the turtle heads, because like when they would move the whips mm-hmm. and the and it, yeah, because it was back before there was a lot of. You know CGI. Like they try, yeah, they try. So they had to, to spend a lot of time on the actual costumes yeah. themselves. Yeah, it's kind of like Oppenheimer. I mean, they blew up a real atomic bomb. There was no CGI in that. You know, I could totally see <laughs> whoever was the guy's mate makes that the Christopher Nolan just be like, yeah, on the item list. Yeah, we need an actual bomb, and we're gonna blow some stuff up. And we need Tom Cruise to do it. <laughs> oh man! So hey, a few weeks ago, I told you I went on a, on a trip to Reno, and something interesting happened to me. Uh, I had to catch a really, really early flight. My flight left at like 5.30 a.m., which meant that I had to wake up at like 3 a.m. When's the last time you set an alarm clock for 3 a.m.? I want to say it was like when I went hunting. Right? Yeah. Well, the weird thing happened to me. I went to bed at my normal time, 10, 10, 30, whatever it is, just dreading the fact that I'm going to have to wake up at three. Mm-hmm. And I woke up about three or four minutes before my alarm clock went off. Didn't think much of it at the time, right? Got dressed, went to the airport, took off. As I, I think I was actually driving to the airport when I thought about it. I went, how the heck did I wake up before, just minutes before? And it turns out there's this, we have this internal sleep clock, we as human beings. Have you ever experienced this where you've woken up right before an alarm yeah. clock before? I, it happened this morning. Do tell. Well, no, oh, that I, is a story. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I uh, was in Austin, mm-hmm. and I was like, I, I'm just going to stay and wake up real early on Monday and drive home. Mm-hmm. And I set the alarm for 7 o'clock at the latest. I could get up at the latest. And what time do you normally wake up? I mean, 5. To oh, so you already like, wake up early then? Yeah, well, it's like 5 to 7-ish without you, an alarm. What are you doing that early, man? Peeing. Oh, uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> That's a separate story. But no, and I woke up like 30 minutes before the alarm, and I knew, because I thought it was going off, and I was like, wait a second. Oh, man. I guess I'm just going to go. <laughs> and I just, It is kind of crazy, though, that apparently even in our subconscious state, we still kind of have this awareness of time. And there's a a website called Mental Floss that I'm reading this from. It says, your sleep cycle is regulated by a protein called PER. The protein level rises and falls each day, peaking in the evening and plummeting at night. Okay, and that's kind of what we call our circadian rhythms or whatever. But that really has nothing. That's if you're like in 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 a constant routine. But when you have something that breaks your routine, like in my case, how I was still able to wake up beforehand is kind of kind of shocking, man. Yeah. I mean, I think it's some of the, one of those things that's just the way our bodies adapt. Yeah, I guess so. I'm, I wonder if it goes Cause, back. Because does that, that idea even go with, like, say you change the alarm? Mm-hmm. So say, like, one day you do 5, p- 5 a.m., and then one day you do 5.15, one day you do 5.30, and then, like, how much earlier do you wake up to where it's not, like, right before the alarm? Because, I mean, I didn't really, like, wake up right before my alarm, but I definitely mm-hmm. got up before the alarm, and I was up. As if, like, I was ready to go. and But then again, I think I was just ready to go. Well, in this sci- uh, in this experiment, scientists in Germany at the University of Lübeck asked 15 volunteers to sleep in their lab for three nights. One night, the group was told they'd be awoken at 6 a.m., while on the other nights, the group was told that they would be woken at 9 a.m. Okay. But the researchers lied to th- They lied. Okay, and they woke the volunteers up at 6 a.m. anyways, and the results were startling. On the days where the sleepers were told they'd wake up early, their stress hormones increased, subconsciously, mind you, starting at 4.30 a.m., as if they were anticipating an early morning. That's pretty cool. You're like dreading waking up even when you're asleep, man. It's pretty cool. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And then, of course, when the sleepers were told they'd wake up at 9 a.m., their stress hormones didn't increase, but of course they're waking them up at six anyway. So they're thinking, oh, I get to sleep in. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, man. Well, on the flip side of this, and again, you always say, I don't know if this is real or not, Andrew, you, you <laughs> report on fake stuff. Yeah. There is a woman who took to probably TikTok, I don't even know, 
who is <clears throat> confounded after being denied accommodations in her job because she has a condition. Time blindness. <laughs> and she claims that she can't tell time and so she's always going to be, not physically tell time, but she just she's unaware of time and you're just going to have to accommodate me constantly being late for work. Now, is that more of... She's pushing for workers' rights for people with time blindness. Can you believe this? I'm at, whatever. <laughs> oh, but yeah, she's claiming... So anyways, obviously, they denied her accommodations, and she's teed off about it, so she's going to Soch. And going, oh, man. <laughs> Do you I believe like her? I, I like you... I call it Soch. Because I'm hip like that. What? Sure. Yeah. So, so time blindness is a term used to describe the inability to recognize when time has passed or how long something will take. According to a pedi pediatric behavioral health specialist, Dr. Blah Blah, time blindness is not categorized as an official diagnosis, but rather a general way of thinking and is a common symptom in conditions such as ADHD. Okay, but even people with ADHD can still get to work on time. But, you know, more power to her if she was able to say, hey, I've got time blindness. Kind of, hey, we talked about mind blindness a few weeks ago, didn't we? Time blindness. I can't make it to work on time today. Mm, I can just, you can't, she can't set an alarm? Well, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, why not? Or maybe she just forgets because she doesn't know what time Like, I can understand having that, that lack of I think awareness. This, I think this is probably why it was denied, right? Yeah. Set a freaking alarm see, well, and move well, on. I'm just saying I can see people having the lack of awareness of time, like how much time passed. Like, say, for example, most people know how long it takes to make toast and eat your <laughs> breakfast, right? Right. But, like, if people like that... It'd be like, oh, I have no idea. Like, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but set an alarm if you're trying to get up in the morning. Yeah, like if you're trying to go somewhere for a job, you just set reminders and say, hey, it's seven yeah, fifteen. You generally know, hey, I'm going to make breakfast. And it's going to take me about twelve minutes to put yeah. the toast in, make the egg scramble, and whatever. And if you ask someone with time blindness, they might say, I have no idea. That's that's. I could say that's fair. Yeah, but I don't think you could use that excuse as a oh, no, carte blanche. Be late for work. I could just see. The older folk railing on, are these dang millennials trying to make up conditions well, for everything? No, I, I can actually see it getting worse <laughs> as generations go because no one wears really wears watches anymore. You know, that's weird. I don't wear mine like I used to. I used to feel naked without it. Well, I mean, because it's, feel, all, gone I to feel, the, it's well, all gone to the phone now. Yeah, but I feel like people who have watches check the time more often than people without, like with their phones. So mm -hmm. if you like, if you do a survey with people, it's like, how do you check your phone? How do you check your time? Oh, I use my phone. How many times do you check the time on your phone a day? Oh, 10 times. And then if you have a person hmm. who has watches, or like, how many times? Oh, probably like 20. Interesting. You know what I'm talking about? No, no, I know exactly. I, I so bet you there has been a study like that. Maybe there's the time blindness being developed right then. We're, we're cultivating time yeah. blindness through our obsessions with phones. No, it's just the our, phone. Our reliance on phones. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, dude, you just blew my time blind mind. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so this uh, story this is on Yahoo News, so you know it has to be real. I saw this actually a few weeks ago, and it's freaky. So, um, you know, have you ever sat... I guess you don't fly a lot, but have you ever um, sat in an in exit seat of an airplane? Yeah. And they always give you special instructions, you know, because, like, you have to be able to carry everybody on your back and lead them to safety in case of an emergency, blah, blah, blah. You know, and, of course, people that take the exit seats like it because the aisles are a little wider and people can, can get through there, right? Well, on the other side of that door, that's where the fun begins. You know what's on the other side of that exit side door, don't you? That's the big slide. Okay, I see what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, well, if you're aware that these planes have slides on the other side of the exit door, this is crazy. Um, apparently, there was a, a, a plane's emergency s uh, slide plummeted from the sky and hits a Chicago home. And I don't know if you want to show this, actually. I think this picture is pretty cool. Um of, you can see that it's this massive. Looks like it looks like uh, maybe a slip and slide that's uh, extremely looks like a large, or yeah, like a river raft. I think this is pretty cool. Although, how many cops does it take? <laughs> Look at all the cop cars that are around this thing. My God, seems like a waste of resources. But uh, yeah, so this thing fell out of an airplane and into a, a residential area. It doesn't say that anybody was hurt, but to me, I guess those planes don't have like the like a door is ajar. <laughs> light in there saying uh by the way buddy you just lost your your inflatable slide i guess not the slide is a jar the slide yeah. is a jar i mean i thought the story was going to go somewhere else where'd you think it was going man like the, the slide fell like in a pool 
or something, or you know, and the kids used it for like a toy. Like oh, and the parents come. I'm like, where did you find this airplane slide? Well, it says when it's all stretched out, it's larger than a small car. It's got to be super heavy too. If that had hit somebody, my God, that would have been crazy. But I know if I was a kid and I found that, I'd be trying to blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> but again, man, look at all the cops that are around it. Doesn't seem like it's really all that. I, don't, I just don't think that's a cause for. 15 cops. Like, really, what are they doing? I, I don't think this is a cause for a story. Well, I, you don't think that's interesting? I the mean... fucking slide falls off of an airplane into a neighborhood? My what'd God. What'd you say? Frickin', frickin slide thing? falls. I sure hope that's what I said. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll have to play it back. <laughs> it's possible there something else could have slipped out, but I don't think so. Uh, a few weeks ago, you asked what we, or what I thought the next tick talk challenge was going to be well that's going to be an ongoing thing yeah yeah well yeah every few weeks right and i i think i brought it up i thought it, i said uh jeep rolling was going to be the the next one i think because we had we talked about the kia boys stealing kia cars oh yeah well this new one that apparently is going around is um the door kick challenge oh my god how stupid are the young i guess this is probably just young as the name implies, the challenge is to go up to a stranger's door and just kick on that sucker till it till it busts open. Probably recording the whole thing. Yeah, well, you have to, and then run off. Oh yeah, I guess yeah, you have to. That's the whole point. Yeah. How dumb can you be? Somebody is going to get shot. Well, that's one of those moments I imagine parents go through with all almost all their kids, where they're like, "Oh, I'm going to do this video, and I'm just not going to tell them it's my mom's door." What? I'm not sure I followed you. So when you're doing these stupid things to impress your friends. Oh, I see. You do it to your own you door. You do it to your own door. So there's door. the illusion that yeah. there's some sort of danger and I'm a bad guy. Yeah. And then like your parents come home and be like, what, what happened to the door? And then you'd be like, oh, nothing. Like, well, our video camera saw you kicking it in. Like, and why did you rip our hand uh, dryer off the wall too? Yeah. like. <laughs> so I bet that Who happens all times with the, with their parents. God, like, what are you, what, you, you ate a Tide Pod? Activity. Yeah. You, yeah. Uh, oh, somebody, uh, a coworker of mine, said that their kids, when they go through the um, aisle that has the Tide Pods on it, jokingly say, mm, the snack aisle, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. I still don't get how that even started. Stupidity, man, just like this. And some of these, I don't even know that they're actually real trends. I think a few people do them, and then those videos go around. Yeah. I don't think there's a huge amount of people that are probably kicking indoors. There's, I, I there's know a few copycats, I'm I, sure. I, do you remember that one that we talked about? I don't know if we even talked about how, like, would, this is ridiculous. Like, children, kids would, like, tear up the bathroom. Yeah, that's what I was saying. They, they ripped the hand dryer well, off I mean, the like, wall. Not, not just the hand dryer. I'm talking about, like, everything Oh, yeah, I saw it. Up. I saw the remnants of it at elementary schools or yeah. high schools. Yeah. And then, uh, but then I see that. I can see that being popular. But, like, the Tide Pod, I bet a lot of people are like, no, why would I do that? Yeah, what's the payoff? Yeah. I don't understand the payoff on this. I mean, at least ripping stuff off is cool, but yeah, eating, eating Tide Pods is not. No, that's just dumb. So. I don't know. But don't rip off stuff in the bathroom. Yeah, kids that are listening, don't enjoy the latest TikTok challenge. Anyways, so I thought this is an interesting, interesting, again, on my favorite new website, WhiskeyRiff.com, one of my favorite new websites. Check out this. <laughs> what? Now I got to visit it. Yeah, ch- check out this uh, this headline. Japanese sushi bar closes after meth found in soy sauce. I'm like, yes. So I mean, uh, this could go a lot of different ways, man. All these drugs are just falling out of people's pockets. That's the thing is, I don't, I don't know if these people did it on accident. I wonder if they're putting meth in there on purpose in order to have these people go, man, what is this restaurant is amazing. That soy sauce, I'm gonna start pouring it all over everything, and you. feverishly scratches well, your chest like, and face. I gotta go back story? to that restaurant, honey. Wasn't there like a, an actual real story about like the cast of Titanic getting laced? I didn't hear about it if it did happen. Like laced with, with what? I think like PCP or something like oh that. Oh my gosh. Like they had the catering company. I want to say this is real. Oh, like, you can get in serious trouble yeah, for doing that. But like they, like you can go to jail. But they actually, I think it was either a rap party or it was one of those things where like oh, someone thought man. it'd be funny to give everyone PCP. Wow. No, that's not funny. Especially if you, somebody has some sort of adverse reaction to it or dies or freaks out and jumps off that's a building. That's funnier, dude. And kill, oh, that's, that's where the real comedy yeah, <laughs> comes come in, on. right? Oh, speaking of that, you know what? I, I, I got to ask you this. Okay, please ask away. Uh, we, are, we do have a talk show. Go what what do you, 
I went to a comedy show this weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was terrible. Okay. So like, not funny. Not funny. Oh, like no. no one was really laughing. There was occasional like, huh. Oh, no. And was I'm, this like an open mic night? No, or was this, no. This these was were like, like an actual show show. $35 a ticket. Oh, yeah. If you're paying $35, yeah. the expectation is there's going to be a couple of ha-has in there. Yeah, right? and it was uh, it was terrible. And I was thinking to myself, it's like, I, I, we're leaving. And I look at my buddy, and we both go, that was terrible, right? Like, it wasn't just like I'm not in the mood to laugh. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that was, was I just was it, Am I the problem? Is it yeah. is it me? Or was that really Well, no, really, because, I mean, a lot of jokes were just bad. And I was like, maybe I just didn't get them, or maybe they're, I mean. Yeah, maybe they were really intellectual jokes, man. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it was. I don't know. And, uh, and he's like, no, it was terrible. And I go, how does a place like this justify charging $35? How many acts rolled through? How many How many stand-up comics did you see? Just two, Just we had an opener and, a, and the headliner. Oh, wow. Ooh. Interesting. Who who can you say the name? I forgot. I don't oh, remember. So it's not a name you had heard of. No. But but you're expecting it to be. Well, you're paying thirty five dollars. Because I've I've when I was younger I went to comedy clubs infrequently and there were certainly acts that were better than others but I never had one that was just I mean, downright was bad. terrible. I did see one time uh, Carlos Mencia and he was great. This was back in his heyday and he did have a, a mishap where he started repeating the whole segment or whatever his routine that he had done about 15 minutes earlier. I mean, word for word for word, he I guess he just kind of got lost in his train of thought and it got dead quiet in there. I mean, it, he was throwing out a line that got raucous laughter a few minutes ago, 15 minutes ago, but this time nothing. And I think he kind of realized it went, oh, whoops. <laughs> now, that was really awkward, but but his show was awesome. But yeah, it, he was, was it was just interesting. And comedy shows, I was, I was like the third comedy show I've been to and it was just terrible. Wow. Well, I'm sorry about that, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe afterwards you could have visited the, the Japanese steakhouse with the meth and well, I think that would everything would have been That would have made it funnier. <laughs> yeah. You're going to press charges if uh, if that happens to be no, you? No, I just I hope I'll, I'll rather be dosed during that. Are you are you rushing me off to break? I hear the music. Well, I see the timer, and that's usually when we go to break. All right, all right. Well, I had an accompanying story. Are you some story. time blindness there, bro? No, nah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I just didn't even realize how much time we're it had still, passed, we're man. We're still on the show right now. You know you're talking to me for a podcast. I thought we were just riffing, man. thought we were whiskey riffing. Oh, man. Well, I did have an accompanying story, but we'll cover it when we get yeah, back. Yeah, when we get back. Yeah, man. Audience of one, we'll be right back. Hey there, listener. This is Dick with Audience of One with my buddy Andrew. I'm here, too. I want to remind you guys real quick that our show is basically a free show it is but we accept donations well and sponsorships but it must be really really hard to sponsor donate to the show though it's really easy uh right. i if i put a link in every description of our videos where you can oh, download right then it's oh. really easy and it's 100 percent legit we are a 501c3 radio station so if you want a tax deduction or anything like that sponsor the show it's a good idea uh, yeah and and donate uh, that's how we keep the show free and how we're able to buy cool stuff for the studio yeah, and, and besides that, the show's really good. That's true. And, uh, yeah. All right, welcome back to Audience One here on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. want to remind our onesies who are listening, we're here every Wednesday at 10 a.m. on podcasts and also on YouTube. Look up Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com, and just look up Audience of One show. Yeah, you can look up Audience of One Show now. You don't have to put the with Andrew and Dick. It pretty much comes up on everything with the yeah. Audience of One show, show there at the end. Show. Faux show. So in the first segment, we kind of talked about our weekends, and then we talked about <laughs> yeah. just uh, just random things. Is this things. the show recap? But now... And now show recap. Now we're going to talk about RBF. <laughs> yes. Or permafrown. Permafrown. You can look up what RBF is on urbandictionary.com. Dick said I wasn't allowed to say it. Well, I'm not a hateful person, but you were talking about this, and it got me thinking. So you found an article, (laughs) and basically it went over the surgery people can perform to actually make your lips smile. Well, first, let's let's go back, and and for people who may not know what permafrown or RBF is, right? This is a, a phrase that's given to people who, when you look at them, they appear to have an unpleasant um, look upon their face at all times, at rest. And you might approach these people and say, oh my God, that person's a real, 
you know, butthole or that person is angry or upset when it may just be the look on their face. And the RBF is typically associated with females, but certainly males can have this this concept too, yeah. right? I don't know what the equivalent well, would be on their side. Cause I th- well, I think it's because guys are almost expected to be mean. Yeah, be tough and male. Yeah, so I don't think it's really... Any- yeah, you're right. But I think it does exist, but more so probably on yeah. the female side. Well, I guess there is a new fad for women to go in and correct their Yeah, here, I'm going to pull up a picture. <laughs> I'm going to pull up a picture for our audience. Yeah. This is in an article, and that's an example. I... You can kind of see it, but then again, like the other example, that you, you can see it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And basically what they do is they go in and fix your lips. Yeah, they shorten the skin between the upper lip and the nose, and apparently that's supposed to it affect pull, some of that. Pulls yeah. it up. Pulls it up a little bit, because otherwise it looks like you, you're very disappointed with something. Hmm. Well, see, this is what... I just saw something that disappoints me. And this, hmm. is, this is where... I, I want to ask you, Andrew, and the onesies, of course, if they want to let us know. Ask Audi- me first. Audience at one show at gmail.com to reach out and uh, let us know what you're thinking. Like, subscribe, pound the like button, tell a friend. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes, well, continue. No, uh, Donate. So sponsor. I, I'm thinking, you know, as, med- as medical schools and innovations are happening every day, mm-hmm. especially like there's so much money to be made in plastic surgery. Sure. It's like, do you think we're... like? We're slowly just kind of saying yes to everything. I, I haven't heard no yet. I mean, we were talking about shin lengthening procedures to make people yeah. taller. I mean, my gosh. What do you think the next one's going to be? Webbed feet, man. People no, are going to want to have webbed feet. You think there's going to be like augmentations? No, not not to remove it, like to add it. That's what I'm saying. There's yes. going to be augment. Yeah, man. I'm going to walk around. I just want to swim better. Or they think, like the way it looks. I don't think that will swim. Yeah. There's some weird ones that look. Yeah. They want to look a certain way. Like they cut their tongue in the middle and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, well, I think we had a story about that guy. But uh, but yeah, yeah, it's all acceptable. There is nothing wrong now anymore. But yeah. I did find it funny that people are spending anywhere from three thousand to twelve thousand dollars, and it takes about forty-five minutes um, up to an hour, and it's usually performed under local and twilight anesthesia uh, to get this facelift procedure, so you don't look so angry all the time. You walk in, you're like, God, now this person looks overly <laughs> excited for everything. Well, what does that say about the people who make a comment on that? It's like, you always looked upset. Right, right. You changed. Well, it's like when someone says, oh, man, you look really tired. Nope. As a matter of fact, I feel great. <laughs> what are you really trying to say? Oh, no, you're, you look tired. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm look, fine. No, I got tired. a good night. I got a good night's sleep. I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, you're right. If someone comes in, they say, wow, you look, you look really pleasant today. They didn't know they had this procedure. You know what that means without saying it. They really thought you were... Ugly you had before. RBF. Yeah, you had Real RBF. Bad. Yeah. So we talk about AI a lot on this uh, radio station and how it is taking over the world. Yeah. Well, AI has been used, and I know you haven't had to apply to a job. Have you ever applied to a job, really? I mean, it seems like you've owned this radio station for so long. You probably aren't in the habit of updating a resume and submitting and all of that stuff, right? I mean... No, I think every job I've ever had, I was offered. Yeah, yeah. That's like high school. so nice. Well, in the real yeah. world... That's because people just see me and they're like, hey, he had that RBF surgery. <laughs> we must hire him because he actually has an inviting face. It's. I mean, I can overlook that deviated septum because look at that smiley face. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the real world, for people who aren't as blessed in the face area, we have to do what's called s- applying for jobs and submit resumes. And apparently AI is being used to sort of sift through, like say you have a job opening and you get thousands of applicants. Yeah. They'll use AI to sort of sift through there and look for keywords and pull out ones that they think will be appropriate and the other ones they don't have to go through. A, a human doesn't have to waste their time on it. Well, there's this new, um, I guess, technique that people are, are doing, and it's called white fonting. Okay? And basically, they're writing in white font onto the back or onto a paper that's white, so you can't see it with the naked eye, words that... AI picks up that's appropriate yeah. for that job. So get they get pushed to the top of the list. And I'm thinking, I like it. Because the humans are defeating the machines. I wonder what some of the words might be. Oh, I, I, th- I mean, I, I, I believe it's probably something along the lines of like, like, for example, this is how you f- fool them. 
So in okay. in one line, you can say in black, you say, "Oh, I went to, you know, Lone Star Community College," but right. then in white, you say, "I went to Harvard Med School." <laughs> right, four point yeah. GPA. Because it's going to mm-hmm. have all that information on there, and you can just kind of swap it. Right. So although when you're the human reading this, you're like, "Man, how did this guy get through?" Because like on the first line, you could say attended, but then you say graduated from Harvard in yeah. white. It says you dropped out of Lone Star Community College, yet you are applying for Harris Methodist Heart Doctor. That's right. That's right. Sure am. Yeah. And then you can also, <laughs> if you know that it gets you next past the next round, you can only say, oh, I sent the wrong one. Sorry. And they're not going to rescan it. You're already not to the next. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you probably end up getting a, a an interview and you think, oh, it's my great personality and this beautiful face that yeah. we already talked about will get me on into yeah. the the heart doctor position at like Harris it. Methodist. I like yeah, I thought it. it was pretty cool, man. I mean, I think it is mischievous, right? But I, I wonder if if it's not really, if you're not white fonting things that are egregious lies like the one we just illustrated, and you're just using it to get ahead, is it really that big of a deal? I don't know. It's a dog-eat-dog world out there. Dog-eat-dog? Yeah. Do dogs really eat dogs? That's just the same. I uh. don't know. Probably. Dogs will eat anything. They'll yeah, eat. they probably will. Yeah. They're starving, they'll eat you. I suppose so. So, you know, Bud Light has not been doing well lately. And obviously, the backlash yeah. they had with deciding to put uh, Dylan Mulvaney, the uh, transgender man, on the cover, or is it called a cover? On the outside of one of the cans? I think it was just a can cover. Yeah, can cover. Yeah. All right. They decided to do that a few months back, and... I don't think it was even on, like, all the cans. No, I think, no, it was just I a think certain it, select ones. I, I think, think it was like, oh, we made a hundred of them. Hey, we, I don't know how many they made. It didn't go too well for them, though, from what I've heard. I mean, maybe globally I've heard their, their sales haven't dipped all that much, but here in the United States I've heard, you know, anywhere from, like, 12 to 30%, whatever. The point is, it was not really well received. Yeah, I can see it. And I, to me, honestly, I don't care. I just was always wondered, what was the point? Like, I understand trying to to target a certain market, but to me, you don't do it at risking your primary market. Like, if you want to go after a secondary or well, even a tertiary our, market, the worst thing why is would you the, screw up your primary Well, market? the worst anyway. thing is they probably didn't know what their primary was. Oh, come on, man. This this company's massive. They've got all kinds of yeah. information on who their drinker is. You know, 35 to 40 years old, lives in Montgomery County, works at a radio station, drinks 12 beers a night. They know. They know God, these that things. sounds exhausting. <laughs> Well, you would you would know. Yeah, that's why I'm tired all the time. <laughs> tired of your RBF. Well, there is a um, anti Bud Light now. Something that says, you know what? We're gonna we are actually gonna cater to those people who don't mind Dylan Mulvaney on their can. Okay. This is a new product. It's really kind of ingeniously named Gay Water. <laughs> really? Yeah, man, Gay Water. So apparently it's a... Oh, uh, it's like a seltzer. Yeah, why don't you show the... Uh, I don't know if you want to pull it up. The, the, yeah. the, the cans there. Show it on the, the camera. They're, they're actually quite fe- festive. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Full, you know, colorful cans well, or whatever. Why yeah, not? I mean, it says uh, launching Thursday is um, brightly colored. And this is from CNN Business, so it's not like... It's fake. Uh, launching Thursday is a brightly colored can vodka and soda beverage that proudly displays who it's for instead of backing off from their support, blah, 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 blah. So uh, I got to ask you, if you're at a party and you're walking in, and, hey, what's up, Dick Ivy? Nice jersey. What's going on? Cool. Your pants are on. And they toss you one of these bad boys, gay water. Are you going to yeah. just gulp that care. sucker right there? Yeah, baby. You know, you're going to care. You're going to drink you some gay water? Aren't you afraid of maybe the negative side effects, though? I don't think if that's perceived I don't, negative side effects. Not that there's any. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I don't think that's not what they're trying to sell. What are they trying to sell, Dick? Uh, just seltzer water, and they just named it that to give it a fun name. Oh, so it's like it's fun. It's fun water. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? So it's not actually has anything no, to do I, with I sexuality. Honestly, I think they they're going Come drink fun they're, water. They're playing all parts of the field with that name, <laughs> so to speak. Well, I don't see why not. Playing both sides, some might say. Call it train water. That's playing the entire field. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody you, you, you can, can get do, involved. I mean, again, I don't really... Train you water? Know, training Where, water. Oh, training. I thought <laughs> no, you said... No, tranny. 
Oh my gosh, I thought you said train. Oh no. Ah, tr- oh good. And you said I couldn't say RBF, and now you, okay. You can't say, isn't that just like a, the transvestite's a word? It is a word. It's not a bad word. Well, neither was the other one, but yeah, anyways. No, because that's, you, that's how, oh, we'll have this conversation <laughs> off. Well, I thought it was pretty funny, and I just wondered if, if no, presented it, I, with this drink. Oh, I would drink it. Because, I mean, that was the thing with Bud Light, right? These big burly guys don't want to have this picture of this trans person no, I on did. the can. I get that response, but this one, they're like, Psh, how about we just say it's gay water? And I just wondered, when it's flipped around the other way, would you be, like you're in the bowling alley, Monday nights, you're drinking, you're in at your league, and someone tosses you one, you're yeah. like, Psh, check it out, gay water. Have you tried the new blueberry acai flavor? <laughs> Come on. It's full of antioxidants. No. I don't. I don't think I would care really no. either, to be honest with you. I don't care. I really don't. I we'll don't we'll either, find man. out in a couple weekends when we hang out. We have our little uh, powwow. Yeah, we'll see if that actually happens. This is from July. It was dated July twentieth, so it's from a few weeks ago. So this apparently is already out. It's available for purchase for your next gathering. There's I'll see if many, I can. There's too many. Too many what? Like seltzer waters. There's too many. Like, if you go to the grocery yeah. store, it's like every known brand that had anything to do with water, and now has a seltzer water. Yeah, it's really popular. That's for sure. Topo Chico all of a sudden is popular. I mean, I saw that stuff when I was a kid, and at the bottom no, of the... It's like, they, put, they didn't even... No, they, I kid you not. They didn't even not. put Topo Chico on the shelf. It was on the floor. I kid you not. The grocery stores I uh, Someone showed me, they bought one of the seltzers deals, and it's supposed to taste like the Rocket po- uh, Popsicle. Rock? Oh, yeah, like the one that the... the, the, the Ice cream, ice cream man. man would bring yeah. around. Oh, that's awesome. I was like, really, they're really going for it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think I just accidentally closed a story. So uh, I'm just going to guess at the next one here. Um, this, again, from Yahoo News. I'm, I'm digging deep for these, yeah. man. But this is, again. He found these all this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I, I plan out shows weeks in advance. That's why that last one was from the 20th. Okay. But I, I found this uh, uh, story fascinating, frightening, interesting, all of the above and maybe this is uh, in response to the Japanese uh, restaurant that was putting meth in their soy sauce. <laughs> Japanese scientists discover a way to help regrow teeth. Cool. Okay, so when I first heard this, I thought, all in. If I had the chance to get rid of these chiclets and put some new ones in, that would be awesome. But then I started thinking about the process of losing teeth like you know the process that you did when you were a kid i'm assuming it's going to be the same you would lose teeth having loose teeth regrowing teeth all that stuff uh i hated losing teeth as a kid man i i couldn't stand it i think we've had this conversation i was the type kid who let that sucker just dangle because i was so scared to pull it out and the only good thing i can remember was when you'd lose one you could put a straw in between it when you're drinking like a soda and you're like, yeah, look at that. I can have my mouth closed and drink a straw. That's um, a party trick. Yeah, but what, what do you think about growing teeth that are like not fit for your mouth? Because I know your jaw designs itself based off your teeth and vice versa. You think they're working that closely in concert? I think they who's got like, who's, who's driving in that? Is your jaw driving or is your teeth driving? I think it's both. I think oh, it's because it, like if you chew more, then your teeth are... Moving. That's like the Jesus footprints in the sand, yeah. man. That's like that was pretty deep. They're working really together. Know. But I think if you regrow teeth, I think it, it's like tr- trying to hurt the market for veneers. Well, I think or is it called I, veneers? Yeah, absolutely. Called? Well, I don't think it's trying to trying to hurt it. I just think it's like it's why, that why do we want to regrow teeth so that we don't have to go through that horrible, horrible process of ripping your teeth out, implanting surgically those barbs that go into your you know your well, jawbone. Well, how are they going to put these put, teeth? Well, apparently this is um, a way to. It, it's so these bah, 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 they found that in animal studies that suppressing the uterine sensitiz- sensitization association associated gene I just butchered that uh, anyways it stimulates genes in your body and suppresses others to regrow teeth okay so you're basically just regrowing as, as you were as, as a child and so I, again I, I thought about at first this would be great to have some brand new teeth but I, I couldn't go through the process. But wouldn't it be weird to see like an 80-year-old dude with two-year-old teeth? Because <laughs> your teeth really do, yeah. I mean, make up a large, I guess, portion of your attractiveness or unattractiveness or whatever. And you yeah. s- see Grandpa smiling. He's got these huge gobble. Like, is that a baby tooth? <gasps> Congrats. I mean, you think, <laughs> you got tooth you think people in. would notice you having your RBF removed and it's like... 
You can do both at the same time. Yeah, I don't got a new set of teeth. RBF is removed. Now I I don't I don't think I could do it. But it, it, it apparently has been something that dentists have longed to do for a long time, and especially with all that meth and the soy sauce in Japan. They've got to do something to, okay. to to regrow teeth. But so, would you do it? Would you regrow teeth? If it's right. cheaper. Yeah. Well, it's going to absolutely be cheap. Well, okay. Let's say that you your teeth as is right now. You want to start over, or no? I like no. my teeth. Okay. I I see. I would love to start over, but I just don't want to go through the process of doing it. I'm sorry that you don't. It was like traumatic it. for me, man. I don't know why, but it's weird. It is. Uh, I don't think I mean, it's, it's that strange. Weird. I don't it, think it's that strange. It was definitely a weird feeling, but I knew it was temporary. I don't know. I still have dreams about that teeth falling out. Ugh. I, I don't like that. Well, anyway. <laughs> so uh, we talked about what was the uh, the the four loco a few weeks ago. Yeah. You know the soda with all of the. Um, massive amounts of caffeine and booze, which, again, sounds like a Monday night for well, you, it basically. Was like, what, what did we say it was? It was like two Red Bulls with like, it was 8% uh, alcohol. I, yeah, I had, I had all, even though it was two Red it was Bulls, 12 a cup of coffee. It was like 12% like, ABV, six cups of coffee. It was crazy. And then, of course, we also talked about Surge and just other highly caffeinated um, beverages out there yeah. that the parents always freak out about and always going to make their they, they kids grow into little hoodlums if they drank the soda well there's a new one out there that's kind of the new surge soda if you will that all the parents are upset about and this one's called prime i love the name so of i've heard names. of prime have you are you in yours yeah man every morning sweet bird of youth still sitting on your shoulder yeah gosh what's that like i'm over here talking about needing to regrow teeth <laughs> <laughs> no, I've heard of Prime. But I didn't know it was a controversial thing. Yeah. I, I, so the what's the the box or the the fighter Jake Paul is that his name? Sure. He's all over the place now. I thought he, he was, was a like, YouTuber. He was, and then he started challenging people to fight, and then he's uh, turns out he's actually a pretty good fighter. I'm, we may have to do a whole segment on him, but apparently this is his soda, and of course it has bright colored bottles and sweet flavors, and all the parents are very upset because. Logan Paul, that's the name, because it's a, it's appealing to kids. But what I found... Hold on, hold on. Okay. It's not alcoholic, is it? Did non, I miss that? Non, non-alcoholic. So what does it matter if kids are drinking it? Because it's got the massive amount of sugar and, and, and caffeine in it. Okay, so when you go to a grocery store, what do you think has the most caffeine in it? Surge. Is that still around? I don't know. Well, I mean, like, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew, that's always known for having well, the most. I'm curious. Uh, so you can continue talking. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I will continue to talk. They are vegan and low calorie and contain electrolytes. And more than six times the amount of caffeine as Coke. Wow. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But what I found really interesting about this is when we were talking about um, Four loco back yeah, in the... because you had to be 21 to drink that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And people were... <laughs> you said You read, I believe, that Senator Chuck Schumer spoke out against it. And you're yeah. like, what's this guy's deal? You got to be 21 years old to buy it anyways. Well, apparently he's back at it again. He called on the Food and Drug Administration on Sunday to investigate Prime because of the dangerously high caffeine levels. I'm like, this guy's still around. The Four loco thing was like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. 15 years ago, I think is what it was. And this guy's still out there. I mean, he's got a real passion. Of, yeah, pa- I'm passionate about children's sodas. <laughs> I mean, the four loco thing I could, I could totally get just because something can terribly happen with that. Yeah. But with the prime, it's like, well, we kind of already give our kids sugar. Yeah, I just don't think it's safe levels. I think that's the thing. Is It's just they, they take something good and just wow. run with it, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, we got a few more minutes left. I know you're like all of a sudden the, the time Nazi over there. And we're like, oh, hey, look at the time zone. I mean, you – never mind. <laughs> so how, how are we on time? It's 20 minutes. All right. We have, no, we don't have 20 more minutes. So have you heard of these like Chinese ghost towns? Yes. They're eerie. Yeah. I, I, one came across... I never fully understood like the reason for them, but I know there was talk of like malls and like actual full-on towns yeah. built, but mm-hmm. then like, I don't know why they built them. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about it if you want to show some of the pictures, because yeah. they are really, really fascinating, and... They, they take many shapes and forms. Some of them are almost like cities, and then some of them are just like residential areas. But just think Here. of 
building after building after building, and in this case, really, really pretty buildings that are just empty completely. Uh, it starts off by saying that, and this is on MSN, cattle wander between the concrete shells of the half-finished mansions in northeast China. Um, some of the only occupants of the luxury complex whose crumbling verandas and overgrown arches are the stark symbols of a housing mar market crippled by its own excess. So I guess this was developed back in 2010 when the real estate sector was just booming. And I guess in China... Um, they can have, I guess, um, private property, I mean, uh, private companies, along with the government that come in and just say, all right, we're going to build out massive amounts to get ahead of this because we know this real estate market is booming. And then if something falls out on it, it just sits there. I mean, you talk about building spec houses. Look at that stuff. They're mansions. They're really gorgeous in this case. But I, I kind of would like to visit one of those. Wouldn't that be eerie? Yeah. Really? But part of me wants to see it almost because... And I, I think if you had something like that over here in the United States, it'd be full of people just doing meth, putting it in their soy sauce. I mean, there would you wouldn't have an area like that here in the United States left vacant, would you? I mean, I imagine there's probably small towns that have gotten to the point where at one point their population was like 10,000, 15,000, and then it's gotten down to like 200. And so there's still buildings like just hanging out there for over... 50 years. Yeah, I saw some stories where there were entire cities that were envisioned to, to, to house millions and millions of people. So they built all these commercial buildings and, and, and uh, residential buildings, and now, like, there's maybe 40,000 people that live in a city that was built for a million or multi-million. It's so odd. But this particular one that you showed was called um, State Guest Mansions Project. It was a lavishly planned as 260 European-style villas with swanky facility for visitors uh, for the provincial government. So, yeah, this was this was angled at, I don't know if you're still showing it, but look at the pictures inside. I mean, just gorgeous. Of course, there's dust everywhere, but you can see how much money was poured into these buildings. Absolutely gorgeous, the, the, the finishes. And they just sit there. I'm like, man, it's almost worth getting on a plane and going checking it out and getting some free property. We could record from there, man. Okay. Think of the you could do some you could make some good drugs there. Ain't nobody gonna bother you. <laughs> That's not what usually what I think about when I see empty houses. But okay, that's uh, usually the first thing I think. Well, about. I like how what could you, I cook what, in there? Yeah, when, yeah it's, <laughs> that's when you go look at house shopping. You're like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> one thing that's interesting about the story was the fact that the farmers are using it for actual herding their cattle and holding like make pens and mm -hmm. yeah so it's just kind of like it's a nice reuse of materials i suppose that's where you're gonna go film the next apocalyptic movie yeah i bet you china has some strict rules against it though they don't want that yeah i don't think they let people in uh, in general so in china i'm just kidding i have no idea i mean i know that's in north korea i think china lets some there's some permeability in there isn't there yeah they, they make yeah. movies in china yeah come on i don't know i'm, su I'm actually surprised these aren't used more in like the set of yeah dystopian type, you know, futuristic movies or whatever. So this is the story I was going to uh, uh, bring up at the end of the break, but you, much like uh, a person giving a long speech at the Oscars and the music started playing, I, no, I just turned I, it on. I had to like quickly get out of there. It's like, oh, oh, I've overstayed my welcome. <laughs> so this story is pretty, pretty interesting because uh, this was a woman who worked at Burger King. In fact, she was a manager. So you know they, she, she had to have exhibited some kind of of good work ethic to become a manager at Burger King. Okay. But she's been charged. What do you think she was charged with? Something to dropping drugs in a hamburger. No, that's already been done. Okay. Well, she was probably like, Psh, that's already been done. What else can I do? She allegedly served french fries that had been in a trash can. So she's serving trash can fries. Okay, so someone threw them away, and she goes, oh, look, some perfectly good tra trash can fries. I'm guessing so. Now, I I, I'm, I don't think this was probably a patron. I imagine this was somebody back in the kitchen may have dumped them, I'm guessing, and she said, this is perfectly fine. I mean, how much money are you really saving, and what's the payoff there, I guess, from her perspective, to serve trash can fries? But what's really interesting about this is she's in some serious trouble. And I kind of thought, what's the big, I mean, obviously, you don't want this to happen. Right, nobody wants to be served French fries from the trash can, but she's looking at serving serious time. And I guess the thought there is there could be potentially some substance that was in the garbage 
that the food could, yeah. could transfer I to the food and whatever. Yeah. And it's well, it goes under food tampering. Yeah. And like we were saying earlier, you can't make <clears throat> meth brownies or pot brownies without getting some serious trouble. This woman is in some serious, serious trouble as well. <clears throat> so I got I to ask you then, you know, I always do this. Would you eat some trash can fries? I've eaten trash can fries. Yeah, you have. Yeah, of course. <laughs> when, when, I'm a garbage person. When, <laughs> when did you eat trash can fries? When someone threw away their fries, I'm like, hey, those are still good. Are you one of those guys that eats off people's plates? Not if I'm not invited. Mm. All right. The music's playing me out again. This is awesome. I'm just trying to keep a timetable here. I, I guess the studio must be busy. We must have people coming in after me, I guess. Well, I have to Enough leave. of this show. Enough I have of this to show. Leave. Yeah, I got it. I got it. All right, everybody. That's all we got for this week. Dick, it was It was good to see you. Awesome. It was good to see you. Don't forget audience of one show at gmail.com for your own articles. Submit your own ideas and or talk about how terrible we are. I don't really <clears> care. <throat> Easy to do. Easy to do. Audience of one show at gmail.com. <laughs> I almost said dot com. Like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>